Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to the Limitless Health Podcast. Today, we're excited. We're going to keep talking about, you know, as we're heading into summer and it's warm out, we're in Phoenix, so it's warm already. We're ready for the pool and the, <laughs> the swimsuits and the shorts and all the things. Uh, but this is, you know, we're bringing this up because it's the time of year that people start looking again at their bellies and thinking, ugh. And we want to provide some opportunities for you to help allow your belly to feel good and look good without this restriction and diet, because we do not stand for that. And so last week, if you missed that, we talked about just kind of a lifestyle eating. And today we want to talk about how you eat, because how you eat is just as maybe even more important than what you eat. And so what does this, what does this mean? Like how we, what, what yeah. is this even about? Well, I think we, last week, our focus was, we talked so much more about the physical component, right? Like the nourishment, the ingredients, the combination, what it does, it stabilizes blood sugar. So we really spoke to that piece around the physical component of controlling our belly through our eating. Um, and this week is less about, well, um, it's a, it's a blend. It connects our physical responses, um, because it connects us with the emotional mental piece behind our eating. Right. And so, um, how we eat, we are talking about the head space, the mind space, the emotion space, the mental space, when we approach our food um, and how we approach our food. So there, we were talking before we went live, like, okay, all of these things can affect, you know, how basically our body receives food, how it breaks down the food. And then what happens as it's breaking it down, does it get stalled out? You know, as there are a lot of, um, you know, is the system flowing smoothly or because of the energy that we have emotionally and mentally, uh, or go running through our triggering stress in our bodies, um, is that affecting then how basically what happens in our belly? Mm-hmm. And if you're a mom, there's a very good chance, or if you're just working and on the go, there's a very good chance that you're doing a lot of not mindful eating, a lot of rushed eating, a lot of eating on the go. Maybe it's, you know, taking kids here and there and pick up and drop off and eating, just standing up on the go at the countertop and, or just, you know, it's just in this like stressed and hurried space. I know that I am 100% guilty of this, of like, oh yeah, I got to eat. I got to eat and I got to go get the kids and shoot. I haven't eaten. I got to hurry. And just get it done or my kids eat dinner in like 2.5 seconds. And so I feel like I've just got to like hurry and keep up with everyone. Mm -hmm. And what this does is eating in this state, 
it increases our sympathetic nervous system. And what that means is that it increases basically our stressed system. And so it increases cortisol. And what that means then is if you're, if you're operating from this stressed state and this stressed nervous system, it's going to decrease digestion. So it's going to actually slow digestion down. So Mm -hmm. think about how many times have you eaten in a hurry and then, you know, 30 minutes, an hour later, whatever, you just feel like so bloated. Maybe you didn't even eat something, you know, that was just complete garbage, but it's just, you ate it so fast because that digestive system just went, I got to slow down because this person is too stressed out to be able to go through this digestive process. And so now, even if maybe you ate a great meal that was honoring to your body, you ate it so fast and you ate it in such a stressed state that your body is not allowing yourself to process it and digest it in the way that it's really going to feel good on your body. Yeah. And like Tracy said, she does that, right? She eats quickly, right? Because of the dynamics that are going on in her family. I too am absolutely guilty of that. I, one, we don't even sit down and eat meals as a family. That's how our life schedule is right now. And so I'm, I'm at the kitchen Island and I'm preparing food and getting the kids's meals. And then I'm throwing together my, my fab four bowl, um, because that's just how I eat. And so I'm standing and like Trace said, we're often in transition right? I mean, I don't know if any of you out there have a set time where you're, you know, like, oh, this is dinner time. And this is what it looks like a lot. I know a lot of the moms that I speak to in the, you know, our kids are, are doing extracurricular activities. We're in transition a lot. So the energy of being in transition, right? So we're, we're, we're not even thinking we're like, we're doing the food because we need to have food but we're not connecting with that time of, Hey, I'm replenishing my body with fuel that my body needs to do the next dang thing to be able to think and have clarity and, um, and a, you know, a good logical thought process, right? We're not connecting with that. We're just shoveling because we're on to the next thing. And Mm -hmm. that is like Trey said, it puts our body in a confused state in a stress state. And when that happens, it directly affects how our body digests food and therefore then how it can harvest the nutrients and the fuel, which often leaves our bellies feeling junk dunk And that is, you know, bloaty or, you know, you just kind of feel puffy. Um, you end up shoveling food in that maybe is, isn't the best for your body, but oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I got to find something. I don't have it. Blah, 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 blah. And then, then pretty soon you're just, ew. So, or, or you're overeating because your body doesn't even have time to, to signal full and full and full because you're just so busy shoveling. And so you don't get those alerts. And so it's definitely an opportunity for us to overeat and not really be aware of like, how does my body feel? My family does eat as a family, but I'm in a state of like, I just cooked dinner. My kids eat in 2.5 seconds. I got to clean up the kitchen now. And da, da, da. Yep. and so I'm just, I'm, I'm already annoyed <laughs> about the whole yeah. thing instead <laughs> of like, let's pause. Let's 
let's actually enjoy this meal. Let's actually like, think about what is it doing for my body? How does it taste? Mm -hmm. How does it feel? Um, I, you know, I was actually, because I've been thinking about this mindful eating and, you know, they say like chew your food 30 times to help with your digestion. You guys, I want you to count how many times you chew your food before you swallow. Uh And I would put money on, it's probably under 10 because let me tell you, it was really hard to get 30. Like I was dying. I'm like, this is crazy. Well, it's pretty Um, much broken down in your mouth by then, right? I mean, it's just completely after 30 bite, after 30 chews, your food is 100% broken down. And I'm not saying you, you've got to chew 30 times and I probably won't do that every single time, but it it brought to me this awareness piece of how fast I actually do just like take a bite and swallow. And so that is going to slow my digestion, which probably explains a lot of why my belly does feel kind of poncha bloaty yuck a lot of the Mm -hmm. times after I eat. So putting ourselves in this mindful state, um, while we eat, um, let's also talk about, um, before we eat, we talk about this with our clients all the time of the power of the pause of pausing, you know, of what do I really want? Do I, you know, when you walk by the, the workplace kitchen or your own kitchen, and the fridge is there, the food's there, the snacks are there, and you just want to grab it. And because it's there, we have food, we have access to food 24 seven in our world now. And so by giving ourselves this power of the pause, this is another mindful, intentional thing to be like, okay, hang on, what am I actually feeling? Am I actually hungry? What is my body actually telling me? And pausing to say, like, is this actually going to honor what I want? right now, not just right now, but how I want to feel later. Mm-hmm. And you might get a different answer and it might cause you to kind of think twice and be like, mm, yeah, I guess I'm really not that hungry after all. I really don't want this that much. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're talking about control, controlling your belly. Right. But really what we are talking about is you controlling your choices. Last week, we talked about you controlling the, the food choices and what combination, right? You, and the, uh, the Fab Four, being able to choose within the Fab Four because those are the, that's the optimal way to eat. But you still get to choose. It, it doesn't have to pigeonhole you into a, life, or a, a diet, right? And so this week, we're talking about gaining control of your belly and talking about you get to choose again. And so this power, the pause piece, really puts you in the driver's seat of control of yes, I do want that donut now because I haven't had a donut in a while. And it, there's this certain environment where it's in it, it, you know, it, I think that it would make me feel happy in the moment or, you know, oh yeah, it's the donuts that are in the break room all the time. I don't know. Does anybody work at, from their office anymore, but it's the, you have access to the donut and are you doing it just because it's, it's something you could do, but without evaluating is it going to bring me pleasure? Am I in a context with other people that this is a fun, fun moment or no, and I'm just going to have it. And I know I'm going to feel like crud later. So you get to choose. And this is that whole piece around control. We're really speaking to this mental, emotional piece that, it, that 
is at the root of how our belly looks and feels. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, when we break it all down, we started talking about this, we're like, holy cow, <laughs> this whole interconnected physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual piece really has a major effect on how our bellies look and feel and how they function. Yeah. Yeah. And I just started thinking when you were talking about like the donut piece and it could be whatever, but I was thinking about how I don't feel good when I eat the donut, the sugary, whatever, the chocolate. Mm -hmm. I don't feel good when I just eat it by myself, but I feel good when I'm eating in community, like eating something like that with other people. Mm -hmm. And it made me think about like how many people kind of eat those things alone out of guilt, like kind of in this, like, oh, yep. it's like my guilty little pleasure. I don't, I want to do this in quiet. I don't want anyone to know that I'm eating this because I told them I'm on a diet. And then again, that guilt place increases your stress level, which suppresses your digestion. So then yep. the bloat's going to come quicker versus I was thinking about one of our clients who she lives in New York and she had stopped to get herself a cannoli, probably at a delightful little bakery in New York. And she was so proud of herself for just buying the one. And she, she said, normally I would have probably just like come home and been eating it while I was unloading the other groceries and all the other things. And she said, I, I stopped, I sat at the table, I ate it and I enjoyed it. And I just think like, what a different place to be eating something of the, like the just quick rush or the guilty pleasure eating, which just heightens all your stress responses or that I'm going to sit and I'm going to enjoy this because dang it, it's delicious. Mm -hmm. And what a different place that is going to cause your whole digestive system to just change how your belly adapts to it. And I just think that's so powerful. Yeah, it is. It's so powerful because, you know, we talked last week about like fat being bad food, right? Avoid the fat. And so again, we've subscribed to different, different stories that may not actually be true. And so, you know, is the donut the highest nourishment value of all foods? Absolutely not. Does that mean that you should stay away from it forever because it's a bad food? That's a label that we've put on it. It's, it's, a, it's a food that can be enjoyed. I mean, God created fat and sugar for a reason, people, right? And, and so, but it needs to, in order for us to feel at our best and to have a belly that we are proud of, we should have that in, um, in moderation, right? And, and how our society is with food being uh, accessible everywhere and, you know, all the time. And it is by way of fast food, it's processed food in the grocery store. Like if you go through the grocery store, the majority of it is prepackaged processed. Yes, it's convenient. Like there's been so many, um, you know, the evolution of the accessibility of food but the, in the accessibility of food, it hasn't been the best food for us for the highest nourishment. Mm -hmm. So this, you know, good food, bad food, guilty that, that drives, again, that's the mental, emotional energy behind what a food that we're putting in our body can affect then the health of our physical body, right? How our belly looks and feels. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's all this, again, it's, it's biochemical it's stress, which signals this, which then does this and then signals over here. And so, you know, and then stress, 
you know, if we get into that, that, um, that carb roller coaster, right? Stress, we want, we just want something that makes us feel happy, which is going to likely be something sugary or carbohydrate, right? That's mm-hmm. going to break down into sugar faster. It's going to dump into our system. It's going to raise our blood sugar. And then we talked about as soon as the blood sugar starts to come down, even just a little bit, not even to baseline, the hormones are like, hello, hello, blood sugar is dropping. I need something else. Even if yeah. you're really truly not stomach hungry and then you're eating more carbs. So man, there's such an integration, um, not only what we eat, but then how we eat. And yeah. we talked about that today of that thought energy of the mindful versus mind less eating. It makes a difference on the, uh, us being able to control our belly. Totally. And you just led me into what we, we were going to talk about for our very last point was the, the awareness after you eat, you said mm-hmm. like, okay, we do, we, we gravitate towards that comfort sugary thing that is natural, especially when you are stressed. Um, but if we're not looking at that mindful piece, then this next step, just like you said, okay, you're going to crash. So are you aware of how you're feeling after? Yeah. You know, because immediately, immediately that, that cake is really delicious. It makes you really happy, but how do you feel 30 minutes later? How do you feel an hour later? How do you feel the rest of the afternoon? How do you feel when you wake up the next morning? Do you have brain fog? Do you feel just inflamed? Does your belly feel gross? Do you feel totally low energy, grouchy, achy joints? These are all things that we are not aware of. I think so many people are just accustomed to feeling like garbage all day long. And we don't even start becoming aware of how does what I put in my body make me feel. And when you start thinking, and when you start like being aware of that, I think it gives your, your body and your brain so much information so that next time when you crave that thing, because you want your quick hit of happiness, you can, you can pause and think, you know, we talked about that power of the pause. It gives you that ability then to say, okay, hang on. Last time when I ate this, I felt this, this, and this, and I did not enjoy it. Is that something that I want to do right now? Is that really worth it? And so, but if you are not aware of how food makes you feel, then you're just going to keep doing what you're doing. And this might not even be the sugary treat. This could even be how, you know, quote unquote, healthy foods make you feel because they might not be the best foods for your body. You might have a sensitivity that you don't even know about, or, um, those cruciferous veggies, you know, the, what is it? The veg, the, the Brussels sprouts, the, the broccoli, real, just cauliflower, yep. broccoli, the real gassy ones, mm-hmm. maybe eat buckets full of them. Cause you think you're being healthy, but then it distends your stomach so much and you feel like garbage. So how does your food make you feel? And are you actually being in tune and aware of that is yeah. it's so valuable. Yeah. Huge. Um, again, we want to, we want to speak to you from science based perspective in again, this series talking about controlling your belly. 
And we haven't told you uh, about controlling your belly in the traditional ways that you will, you know, have heard and will hear from others, you know, a straight diet plan and a certain exercise routine and can't have this, can't have that and do this, don't do that. Um, we are again talking, giving you the opportunity to make some choices on how to control your belly. Last week, we talked about what you put in your body and how that can affect your belly. This week, we're talking about whatever it is that you're putting in your belly, um, how you are approaching that from a mental, emotional energy state, your body's stress state. Are you connecting with it? Um, are you mindlessly eating? Are you associating food with being good, bad, that you're feeling guilty? Um, it, so giving you control, one way that we would offer you today is if you find that you're in this space, this is resonating with you and you're like, man, I, my belly feels like junk and I don't even really know why, um, pausing like Trace said, and maybe an action of pause would be to keep a food log now, not to show your brain, like how bad you're doing. This is an opportunity for you to connect like, okay, I'm, I'm eating, I'm eating these foods and it just gives you the ability to assess. It puts you in the driver's seat. It gives you more control so that like Tracy was talking about connecting how certain foods affect your body. Um, and then it's also a way for, as we talked last week, the fab four, if you're starting to integrate those four food pillars comparatively, how you feel when you eat in that combination versus maybe how you've just been eating all this time and not even knowing that the, what you're eating or the combination of food that you're eating is really not setting your body up for best success, your brain up for best success and how your belly feels at its best and looks at its best. So I think the food totally. log, one of our, yeah. um, one of our clients swears by the food log. Yes. And not in a restrictive, just like you said, like yeah. not in a restrictive way, but this is, you know, this is something that we, we work with our clients of this recognition piece. You know, we get, mm -hmm. we get our clients to work on the recognition of some of the stories that pop up subconsciously in their head. But this is another piece of recognition of you might not even know how bad you feel until you start paying attention to it. And mm -hmm. then you just like Jess said, you get put in, the, you get to put yourself in the driver's seat and have that power and that control of, okay, hang on. I know how this makes me feel. And you get to make that evaluation and that assessment and make that decision based off of that. Instead yeah. of feeling like I can't eat this, I have to eat this. You have this opportunity to recognize and understand your unique body and being just being mindfully aware of it and pausing and having that intention when you eat. So yes, yeah. write the food log. That's, that's definitely our challenge for you is be aware of how foods are making you feel. And especially if you are adapting some of these new strategies, pay attention to, okay, now how do I feel as I'm adapting some of these new pillars and this five, four pillar lifestyle? Yeah. How is it, how is it making me feel? And we want to, yep. we would love to hear from you Absolutely. on this one. I think this is so huge because again, yeah. we don't do this perfectly. We are not the best mindful eaters. And it's something that I am trying <laughs> to be more intentional about. So believe us when we say we're not perfect at this, but we do, we would love to hear how you feel with this being more intentional piece of how you eat. Yeah. And then make sure that you uh, tune back in for the uh, next week for the third part of this series about controlling your belly. 
Uh, we talked about, um, again, uh, what we eat. Today, we talked about how we eat. And then next week, we're going to talk about how we move our bodies and how that can help you control your belly. And again, you're not going to hear about sit-ups and crunches, folks. So if you're subscribing to our non-traditional way of health coaching and the way we approach exercise, please come back and, and tune in. Um, yeah. we, we love to chat. So. Awesome. All right. All right. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health. Even when your schedule's packed and life feels crazy, our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review, or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.